Ah, uh, dating. Everybody's favorite topic. I mean, this topic gets everybody's attention. And funny enough, we often don't speak about it much at church. And I wonder why that is. Because it's such a big part of our conversations and our lives as young people. I mean, we can't really pretend that we don't know what dating is. We know what dating is. It's a part of our conversations at times. And many of us started dating a long time ago. Or want to start dating right now. So this is something that we really do need to talk about because we need to know what to do. We need to know how to navigate ourselves in this crazy world of dating, particularly as Christians. We can't really approach dating the same way that the world does it. We need to do it the Christian way. And what is the Christian way? How do we navigate ourselves in this crazy world of dating and do it the right way, the Christian way? Well, that's what we'll be talking about in today's episode of the Youth 412 Podcast. I invited two of my special friends, Ukanyi Somtembo, Nonalawagwangobo, so that we could discuss exactly what Christian dating means. And I'm so excited for you guys to hear what they had to say. But just a small disclaimer, we did lose the first half of the episode, so you won't really hear everything that they had to say. But... Not all is lost because everything else that they said in the second half is here and it is something that you definitely need to hear. So, let's dive deep into the world of Christian dating. I hope you're ready because I am. Doing that and then after that um, I think the the real the real us just um, yeah I think it's plainly visible or shown in terms of character and behavior, and then the other party or both parties just yeah I think that become surprised that uh, this is what I had not seen or I thought this person would be this is what I thought the Montegutu Oganje at the at the start. So I think the whole thing of knowing yourself is, is really, I think is really, really, really important um, in any relationship. Because even if you know that you are being mistreated, um, you know when to leave. You don't just stay for the sake of staying. Definitely. Thank you very much for that, for emphasizing that point that if you don't know yourself, then you won't know what your standards are. And if you know yourself, enough you know and what you want and what you deserve then you'll never settle for any less and i think that's perhaps the saddest thing when you look at young people is that you see people who are amazing but entered into relationships not really knowing what it is they want and they ended up settling for what they didn't deserve and you like wow man this person is an amazing person and they don't deserve that but because they don't know who they are themselves then they will they won't necessarily know what it is that they deserve and so they it'll become easier for them to be able to settle and you know Kale, i do understand your point and i do agree with it that even from bad experiences you are able to learn having direction does not necessarily mean that you won't be a, you won't make mistakes in your relationship but having direction means exactly the fact that you will know where you are going or when the relationship is not going where you want it to go then you'll know when to pull pull out of it or when to you know take a step back and i guess it's also 
going back to the point of knowing who you are and knowing what it is you want, which will give you a sense of direction in your relationship and where you want to go. Perhaps, you know, we've, we've been talking so much and having this wonderful discussion in terms of relationships, and we mentioned many aspects uh, here and there, and we, we, we spoke about worldly dating and Christian dating. Perhaps let us make a distinction between the two. What is the difference between worldly dating and, and Christian dating? What is the standard for Christians in terms of dating? Maybe let me start with you, Nkanyis. The difference between the two it's just God is the is God is the difference, um, basically. So oh, no. I'm not saying that the worldly one doesn't have or include God because um, during the ceremony, um, when you exchange vows, you do people to that tend to read the Bible and all. So I wouldn't say that it's it is ungodly and all. But uh, I think between to separate the two, the Christian one, I think um, having a partner that will do everything they can to bring you closer to, to, to God and to be able to help you to be the best version of yourself in different aspects of, of, of your life. But I think the one that is important, um, yeah, having a partner um, that will bring you closer to, to, to God because I think that what God wants from us that we be intimate with our partners, be in a relationship with our partners, so that we might um, worship him, so that we might serve him in any capacity of our lives. Mm -hmm. I love that so much. God is the difference. I I love that point so much. Without God, that relationship, that's what makes Christian dating what it is or different from worldly dating, that God is the one who makes the difference. Without God, that relationship cannot stand because he is the foundation and God is love and love should be the foundation of all relationships. And without love, then there is no relationship and God is love. And so without God, there is no love. You get what I'm saying. Nala, what do you say in terms of Christian dating or what should we be looking for as Christians in a relationship? Um, first of all, I definitely agree with both of your points in that um, God is the foundation of your relationship in which you have with this person. Um, but also, I think an important point is that in everything that we do in life as Christians, I think before we bring it into dating, in everything that we do in life, it should all be for God. It should all be for the glory of God at the end of the day. So how can, so how does dating and giving glory to God and doing everything for the glory of God and completing your purpose in God, how do they correlate with each other? And I think that when you find someone and you, you find a, a partner um, and once you've gotten to know each other and once you have, um, like we've, what, what we said before, once you've set your boundaries and set your intentions, it's very important to, like you said, make God the foundation of your relationship, but also to move upwards towards God together. Because if you're not moving upwards toward God together, your worldly lives are intact, but your spiritual lives are worlds apart. And our spiritual lives should always come first in everything in everything that we do, including in dating and in relationships. So I think it's so important to, when you're in that relationship, it's so important to evaluate whether you are nurturing each other's spiritual lives. Of course, everyone has their own spiritual life and journey with God. But what benefit is this, is this relationship adding 
to your own spiritual life or is it just futile is it not bringing any fruits or is it not developing you yourself as a person in god i think the most important thing is that person should help you with your purpose if that person is not helping you um, accomplish your mission in god accomplish the purpose that you have in your christian life then they are distracting you from that purpose they need to be either helping you reach your goals in god or if they're not doing that they're, they're a distraction because you should be moving to together upwards towards god but also moving forward individually in your spiritual life so i think it's so important to nourish each other's spiritual lives in that examples could be something as people would think something as small as having um, regular Bible studies with each other or, um, you know, attending church together or speaking about topics. And, you know, it's, it's, it's all about planting that seed in your relationship and letting it grow and letting each person find God. God should be in that relationship. You should be finding God individually, but you should also be finding God together. And so I think it's very, very important that this relationship nurtures your spiritual life. Otherwise, it is just a distraction and not necessarily a waste of time, but it is not adding anything to your final purpose and your final mission in God. Mm, mm, mm. powerful 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 i love all those points that everything we do is for the glory of god number one and that you that relationship should pull you closer to god um both of you it should nurture your relationships with god individually and also together as a couple Uh, and make an example going back to adam and eve you see some interesting things there that the first thing that happens is that before Nkulunkulu creates eve who was going to be a companion to adam Adam first built a relationship with Unkulunkulu. Basically, that should be the most important thing that we do. Before we get into a relationship, we need to start first by discovering God, getting to know God, and building a relationship with God. And then God will identify the need in our lives for the next person, for another person who will help us, as Unala said, in our purpose. As he says, Uwuti, let me find him a helper, someone who will help him out in achieving or accomplishing his purpose. And I, I, I was reading in verse, Dala was saying that we each have our own purposes and that we should help each other in a relationship in a, accomplishing those purposes. And also as a couple, we need to also have a purpose together, a direction to which we are striving towards. And if that relationship doesn't have all of that, then it is basically futile. And the foundation of all of that is God. Without God, then you can never accomplish or know your purpose, let alone fulfill your purpose. So thank you very much, Nala, for sharing all of those wonderful points. So I see your hand uh, raised up there. Yeah, what I wanted to share is that, yeah, basically, yeah, God is supposed to be the foundation of our relationship and when you when you look at the the reference verse that we read at the that, that was read by who now at the beginning genesis 2 verse 18 um god says i, I will make him a, a helper i will 
God will God will do that, not us. So I think um in most in most instances, um we pretend that we ask ask God for partners, but then um we at times choose ourselves partners or people that we are going to be in a relationship with. And then we end up suffocating in those relationships um, because we decided to lean yes in our own understanding and own knowing. So that's why now we suffering or suffocating kids in these relationships. So yeah, it is really important to 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 have God as a as a pillar or as a root for our relationship. So that's everything that we do. Like Nala said, we do it um, for his glory. Mm, powerful. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not in your own understanding. Episode six, if you guys remember, something was said there that the problem with many of us is that we want to let God accompany us when it comes to our decision-making process instead of letting him lead us. If you remember in Genesis or in Genesis, Abraham, when he's finding Isaac a wife, he sends his servant, Abimelech, yeah, Abimelech, his servant goes out and goes to try and find Isaac a wife. And what he does there is that he first conducts a prayer service, Labana, asking God to show him the one who is meant for his servant's son, for his servant's son, for his master's son, for his master's son. And basically prays a prayer that, Lord, show me a sign uh, this specifies that this is what should happen. And this is how I'll be able to see that this is the right person for my master's son. And then lo and behold, a few minutes or seconds later, after the prayer is prayed, the woman comes and does as he had asked for. And then he was able to see that God had chosen this woman to be the one for Isaac. Her name was Uribeka. And this just goes to show you that if you let God be the one to lead you, he will make the decision for you. The problem with many of us, as Gainsu said, is that we want or we choose for ourselves and then target relationship. We then go ask for blah, 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 and all that. But we excluded him in the beginning of the process. We should have included him let him be the one to show us who the right person is for us because if we neglect to do that then we'll find the wrong people uh, just like Samson did when he found Delilah uh, who ended up leading him to die uh, by cutting off his hair and things like that if we make sure that we ask God to be the one to lead us then he will have great things planned for that relationship so you wanted to say something Yes, um, just uh, two things. Um, first, uh, I think just to to add on what is being said, most definitely as, as a youth, we, we try so hard to be with the people that you want to be with, to be with. Um, I guess Kat said to Futi that in most instances, we, we, we end up uh, compromising too much or compromising um, things that we're not supposed to to compromise, things that are very profound in in our lives. So just to accommodate um, this particular person, um, maybe I could just compromise this for once. You know, Guti, you're not supposed to do that compromise. 
for a relationship. Not that um, the other person was lied or they did something uh, terrible, but uh, we know this is what we see. But since we want to be in this so so hard, um, we end up yeah taking a lot from our side because we want to be in that relationship, and I think that is um, dangerous. And yeah, the sec the second thing I think we discussed this um, during that. Um, I don't know which episode, but it was um, friend or more than a brother, something like that. That episode. Yeah. Um, I think someone, yeah, someone mentioned that um, being in the friendship, you should be comfortable with talking about God, or yeah, talking about God and not feeling to, not having the feeling to retract or holding back whatever that you want to say. And I think that that same applies to each and every relationship that you're with. If you're in a relationship and you're not comfortable or you see that the other person might not be happy with you talking about God, then definitely that is a, without, without even saying that is a wrong relationship to, to be with. I think both parties should rejoice and be happy when the discussion about God comes up because I think the, then the main purpose of being in a relationship is yeah to be comfortable to be talking about god and mm. engaging in yeah biblical conversation mm -hmm. yeah. I, I definitely love that the first point i think it's very important that sometimes we rush into relationships just because we want to be in that relationship so bad that we don't take the time to perhaps get to know somebody and uh, we end up losing out on that important aspect maybe of building a friendship or of building uh, that trust and things like that and we then end up in relationships which will end up being detrimental to us because we missed out on the first important phases we need to be willing to wait because as the saying goes that good things happen to those who wait there's no rush at all you know if you rush then you'll end up getting to relationships which are perhaps not the right ones for you or end up maybe with the right person but because you rushed into things you'll just mess that up so the whole process of getting to know each other being friends with each other is also a very important one and i think we can speak the whole day about dating and things like that. It's such a broad topic and we haven't covered, you know, even half of it. And uh, perhaps, you know, just to find out from you guys, uh, what are you guys looking for in a relationship? What type of person are you looking for? Maybe you can just tell us that before we close the show. And uh, maybe, who knows, maybe your Rebecca or your Jacob or your Isaac is listening to the show right now. Yeah, so I think... Um... Obvious, obviously, the person that you want to be in the relationship, um, they have, they should have some commitment um, to God because I think most of, most of the time, as a, as a youth, when we hear the word relationship and God, then definitely that's a boring thing. That's the general perception that is there. Um, yeah, if I'm wrong, I stand to be corrected, but I I think. Um, they, they can be God and they can be fun in their relationship. That's something, there's, there are the two things that, that can coexist, yes, in a relationship. So God at the center. But, but then again, when I usually um, talk with my friends, I, I think, is that the person that you are dating, I think 
the person that uh, we should date or see, um, you should make sure that you we, we date um, people that are kind, not on us, but mm-hmm. to, to, to everyone. We should be, as of course, kind ourselves. That's why it is important to work on yourself first before um, saying, or before I say that I want a person that is like this. It, it is not wrong. It's not the wrong thing to know what you want um, in a relationship or the person that you are that you want to be in in a relationship with but I think yeah at first we we work on ourselves we work we work and all and then yeah we know what person that we need but I I always I advise my friends to um, date people that are kind because in every um, in anger um, at least you know that the person that you are dating is, is is kind enough not to say um some things that might break you um during that time so yeah i think it is very important to date people that are kind that are loving that are caring not saying that the people that are not kind are are evil or there's a lost hope for for them but i'm just dating um yeah what i usually share with my friends Mm -hmm. definitely i definitely agree with that one and i you know, I've been surrounded by, by very wonderful women, you know, uh, very kind women as well. And so I don't see myself being with someone who isn't kind. And I definitely agree with that. You know, a, a kind person is a wonderful person, someone who treats others very well. Yeah, let me just not elaborate. It's not about me. Uh, but yeah, I definitely agree with that, that you need to work on yourself. You know, you need to do a lot of work before you start looking for a relationship or for the perfect person you need to also work and ask God to make sure that when you find the right person you are also the right the right person for that person because the thing is as much as you might want or pray for the right person if it happens that you aren't the right person that you haven't done work within yourself then that person might come but that person won't look at your direction because you're not what they deserve um so you need to really work on yourself and really try and and be up to the standard of the person type of person that you want Nala, what are you looking for in a relationship what type of person are you looking for um i think that both of your points of which you discussed about the type of people that we should affiliate ourselves with when it comes to being in relationships um, i think those points are very valid and i definitely agree with um, them both um but i i wouldn't really okay i won't really say the type of person that all that i would um that i would um, go for i think because everybody has their own criteria and and it is important to have your own criteria and standards and desires in a person because you have to have those standards you have to know what you're looking for and what to measure up people to um because you're going to be in this relationship at the end of the day but i think i'll um speak on the type of relationship i would like to find myself in and honestly as cliche as, as this might sound i'd love to find myself in a relationship that is of you know first corinthians um 13 verse 4 which speaks about love, love that is patient, love that is kind, that does not envy, that does not boast, and that is not proud, and that it does not dishonor others, and that's not self-seeking. I think God is love, 
And I think that if you don't have the right kind of love in a relationship, then um, that relationship will not really succeed as you want it to. So I think I would want to find myself as a Christian. And as we're talking about Christian dating, I'd like to find myself in a relationship that is of love and that is of God's love specifically. Um, but also I wanted to mention one other thing before we end off in that a lot of people, a lot of the time, especially in our ages and in our youth, they tend to, once they get into a relationship and once they find their perfect person or once they think that this person is their everything and they take all the boxes that everybody has, I think that they tend to put them on a high pedestal and they put them um, before God, which is wrong because God should be your everything first and foremost and God should take first place in your life. So nobody should take God's place, whether or not you get the person of which you desired or the person of which you dreamed of. So I think it's so important to um, love the Lord your God first and foremost with all your heart and your mind and your soul. And you shouldn't let anybody take his place in your life once you love God. And in that way, you will find the person that God has designed for you. And so personally, what I would be looking for is just a relationship that honors God above all and a relationship that has God's love not just any love not just this worldly love that we get in social media and um, television or whatever but the love of first Corinthians 13 and I think it is so important to ground yourself in knowing what you want so that you don't find yourself in situations of regret and you don't find yourself straying from God so um yeah I think that's what I would look for in a relationship well thank you very much for for all those points and you know it's such an interesting thing that you said that sometimes you just put the people who we have found above God you know and that ends up being the wrong approach because God is the one who's supposed to take the number one spot in our lives no matter how much you might love someone or if you think they're the perfect person they should never take the place of god because that is basically an idol let us not idolize our partners i think from what you said god is love and when you love god with all your heart then god also teaches you or gives you the love to love um, other people or to love your partner the way they deserve to be loved the song says that drink from the fountain of love so if you drink from the fountain of love which is God then you'll be able to give out a the love of God in your relationship or to your partner or your person and um, yeah so what are your last or your closing remarks uh, before we close off the show yeah I think before before we closed um... Well, obviously, if 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 you we talk to God or communicate with God in finding the the partner or the right partner or the perfect um, partner um, for for ourselves, but I think at at, at times you might find that um, you might not necessarily find the partner who is strong in God. Maybe you might find a partner that needs a partner that might bring them closer to God. 
But um, at the same time, I think I personally um, made this huge, terrible mistake of thinking that um, at times we know when we, we, we see, God shows us if um, the person is not the right um, match for us. Um, you see so many red flags. Um, then there's this one flag. The person ticks all the boxes, as Unara said, but I want to go further with that. But then there's this one box that uh, is not ticked. Um, they do not have a relationship with God. And then you just think that this, um, maybe maybe I could add something. Maybe I could um, make them love God. Maybe I can, yeah, in a way, sort of convince them to, 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 love, to love God and maybe to live whatever things that they were doing. And I think at some point back, well, a while back, I uh, made the same mistake, um, thinking that I might change someone um, and bring them closer back back to God. But then, yeah, right now I reflected and then I, I thought, no, I'm, I'm not God, first of all. So I cannot really make the person, <laughs> yeah, change. I really cannot convince them to change. A person is change because yeah it is a decision and yeah and the grace of god that convinces them to to change so i do not have um i do not contribute much um to them changing so i think at, at, at times we often make um um similar mistakes that we well maybe um the person ticks all the boxes maybe this one thing um it can be worked on while we are in a relationship and i think that is very dangerous if i may put it but yeah, at some yeah, at some yeah. times you, you find that yeah, there is opportunity for people or God might bring someone to you that might not necessarily the person that might help you grow in God that you by teaching them. I think we talked about this in our previous um um episode that yeah, God might bring someone that uh, needs you to help them or assist them in bringing them closer to God. And I think, yeah, that is one of the things. And yeah, one last thing that I want to close with is mm-hmm. that um, there is someone, there is someone, definitely someone that might say or have a question that, um, well, there isn't um, anyone in church anymore or any girl or any boy that I could marry or be in a relationship with. And I think there was a camp, I think the last camp that I went to, um, someone said, oh, pastor yes i think said that it's not that there isn't someone it's just that the person that is in front of you it is the person that is more like the same with you that god has brought before you so there are good people in church but then yeah just look at yourself and see the person that is in front of you and and yeah look at it if you two are not more of the same people it's not that there are no good people in church or good people that you might be in relationship with yeah we want good people but then we know that we are not good people ourselves so yeah that's mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. definitely going back to that point Woody, you need to work on yourself first before you look you know for the good person you need to be the good person first yourself uh, i definitely love that point and uh, you know I can testify that there definitely are people who, you know, are great within the church. So don't lose hope. Work on yourself and perhaps they will find you first. Um, And thank you very much for all those points. I won't elaborate much because of time. Um, Nala, what are your closing remarks uh, with this 
topic which we were discussing today? Um, I think in closing, uh, I would like to say that with all that has been said, which has been very, um, it, it is a controversial topic, I think, especially in the Christian world. But I think that in everything that you do, like we've discussed before, in everything that you do, you should strive to find God. So you, you would pray for a partner or you would pray that God shows you your partner or you pray to be the perfect partner. You'd pray, you'd pray for the relationship that God wants to put you in. But I don't think that you should um, let the worldly pressures of being in a relationship affect you because no one is pressured to be in a relationship at any point in their lives. No one should be pressured. And I do believe that I am a firm believer in dating when you're ready, especially dating when you're much um, older and once you've understood the world and once you've understood yourself. I don't believe in dating very young because, um, you know, the human body goes through a lot. You go through a lot of hormonal changes. You go through a lot of emotional changes as a person. You haven't found yourself until you reach a certain point in your life. And so until you've reached that point, in your life and once you are ready to start dating i think that you should invite god first to take over um uh, additionally i'd also like to say that since this is also highlighting a lot of christian dating I, um someone once told me that um you shouldn't make um, um dating an evangelistic approach don't date someone because don't date someone who you are not equally yoked in, especially in your beliefs, with the hopes of trying to change that person. Because whether or not that person changes, when they do change, how do you really know whether they're changing because they really want to change and they really want to find God or they're just changing for you um, or they're just changing to satisfy you or to be in this relationship. So don't um, don't get into a relationship with an evangelistic approach of trying to change someone, but also bring God into your relationship. So that's why it's important to be equally yoked as well, as Bible says, so that you don't try to pull someone into something that they they know nothing about, and they end up changing for you, but not changing because they would really want to actually know the world of a Christian or of God. Um, and that being said, yeah, I think in summary, all that I'm saying is that invite God in, don't rush anything. Um, no one's pressuring anyone to be in a relationship. Uh, there are people as old as myself or even older who have not been in relationships because they're not ready or because they, um, in their own relationship, with God, they're willing to wait for the right time, which we should. You should wait for the right time. Um, but as much as waiting for the right time and the right person, strengthen your own self and strengthen your walk with God um, in everything that you do. So, yeah. Mm, definitely. There's a time for everything. And in his time, he makes all things perfect. You are not in any rush. You shouldn't be in any rush to get into a relationship just wait on god to work within you within your heart to transform you and don't take the don't try to take god's job of transforming somebody else's life rather let god do the work of transformation and perhaps you know as unala has said that you need to strengthen your relationship with god 
first before you enter into a relationship and that you need to be mature enough and ready enough to enter into a relationship. Wow, what an episode. I'm sure everyone can agree with me that that was such a mind-blowing episode. Thank you very much to Nganyiso and Unala for coming through and sharing what God had imparted in their hearts and i hope that each and every one of you was listening if you guys want to perhaps find out more about christian dating or know more about christian dating from before you date someone to during the stages of dating to after you know even if you might break up then you might be interested in getting the book smart love smart love is a wonderful book based on Christian dating and it helps you navigate how you can date as a young person and I've read it and it is so mind-blowing and changed my mind on so many many things and yeah it's definitely something that you need to check out as a young person so ask your parents to get it for you or your friends or whoever you can because I think this is something that you definitely definitely need I wouldn't recommend it enough Anyways, please do share this episode with your friends or whoever might be interested in listening to this episode. Please do go subscribe wherever you're listening and please go follow us and check out our social media pages. It is at Youth412 on Facebook and Youth412 underscore ZA on Instagram and Twitter. What? Yes, that's right, guys. We are now on Twitter. So please go follow us. And as you're discussing this topic, because we do want to talk to you guys on our Twitter, on our Instagram, wherever you guys may want to talk with us, please do use the hashtag Christian Dating Episode 8. So it's Christian Dating EP8. Yeah, Christian Dating EP8. And so we will catch you next time on the Youth for 12 podcast.